When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to episode 489 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How are you doing, fellas? Great. If I was any better, it'd be illegal. Oh, is that right, mate? All right. Um, yeah, I got, oh, I'm so tired right now, hey? Um, just, it just hit me all of a sudden. Fucking um, fire up and spurt sauce, tired, you tired, tired cunt. Of, Tired, I'm, I'm tired of this. Tired of this fucking season. Oh, yeah, cry me a <laughs> fucking river, cunt. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say. Look, I'm tired of this season after my team participated in one of the closest matches of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Other oh. teams did not fare so well. <laughs> oh. Anything to report? Or are we, we going to go straight into the games this week, boys? You, you seem flat. Both of us. I know I'm, I'm flat lifting. Yeah, come on, yeah, lift cunts. We gonna lift each other. I've had a fucking long day. Um, following on from a fucking rather long weekend, if you know what I mean. Watching my pack of cunts run around, but we'll get to that. Oh, so it was just right. It was just footy, footy matters that got you down. It wasn't. Yeah, you know, there's no, there's no real life issues at, at play here. No, no, we're good. Yeah, we're good. No, really. Mate, you've had you've had so long. You had so long to train for this moment. The Honestly. spoon. Well, just just the disappointment, like the relentless disappointment. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, after 2016, 17, you probably should have been like, they just rin- just rinse off your back now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another year of that. That's all right. Yeah. Same again? No. Every year, I'm like, this is year. 11th verse, same as the first. <laughs> like, I, I get I get Ryan, um, fucking, what's his name? James Tamau being surprised by this. Like there, there were there were depths that he could sink to that even he didn't understand. As we found out in the last ten seconds of that fucking game. Can I just say, I mean, the whole like rugby league players as role models and the rest of that sort of shit aside. Oh, Glennie's digging into the chips. No, no, no. You're such a, you're, just, you're, you're the annoying cunt at the movies. No, cunt. I'm just fucking getting the thing out to clean my glasses. Glennie, um, so it's, clean, it's an audio medium. You're cleaning, your, you're cleaning your glasses with fucking with that with, with fucking cellophane. <laughs> As everyone could hear. Oh, um, my fucking days, kind of comes in a packet. Shut up. <laughs> Come to Specsavers, where you get a free pack of ruffles. It's Specsavers to Woomba. <laughs> oh, Why do I persist with you fucking imbeciles? Fucking how good were ruffles? Do they still make those? I don't know. Oh, I doubt it. You wouldn't need them. So. They've got fucking carbs in them. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they're around anymore. I did, I I did so. have some fucking light and tangies the other day. Oh god, that's taking it back. Oh, they're fucking—they're almost as good as chicken crimpies. Don't Stop. fucking at me. Stop yeah. it. 
Yeah. Look, the, look I mean, like, we may have to fuck it. We may have to part ways on that on that opinion. There, you had me up to crimpies, and then and then, and then we, we we were there holding the hands down the road with crimpies, and then then light and tangy came in. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I, I said almost. Like, I said almost. You finally look, had I tell, a fucking spare bus where you can't hold hands going down the road. From what from what I from what I saw in the newspaper the other day, um, another another big a big consumer of uh, light and tangies is uh, Brett Finch. <laughs> Hang on, is light and tangy a name for kids or something? <laughs> I don't know. Look. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Stop being like. Have and I tangies. missed this? It's a choice. It's a choice of a new generation of pedophiles. I don't. Know. Like, That's all. You know, is, is Eddie Groves got the new light and tangy daycares? Like, what, what have I missed here? How does this go together? <laughs> No, it doesn't. Um, just, a, just, it's just an agenda against light and tangies. Just grabbing, grabbing okay. the low hanging fruit of the day, okay. putting them together like fucking Lego, and coming out with this fucking magnificent fucking I'm thinking, neck. I'm thinking it's the the opposite of fucking Tigers fans' kids. It'd be fat and salty. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about your kids. Neither of them support the Tigers. He said Tigers fans' kids. He didn't say anything about people's kids that support the Tigers. Very different. Yeah, because the, yeah, the, the thing is, we know we know Tigers. We know a guy who's we know a Tigers fan who has kids, and um, they don't support the Tigers, so they're yeah, all right. That's it. <laughs> Those kids are going to be just fine. I'm just going to shut this window because I think uh, Paul is hovering over my house. Now, um, the thing the, the thing about like uh, before we got massive, massively fucking sidetracked, was saying that um, like I'm. I know you got the rugby league players and they've got to be role models for the little, little children and everything like that. And speaking to the referees is a terrible thing. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't uh, abuse referees. But I love a guy that's just fucking had it to the point where he just <laughs> escalates and escalates until he gets sent. Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's some, like, you know, as, as, a, as a connoisseur of chaos, that is a fine drop. <laughs> and when it happened, he just kept escalating. Oh, that's, that's fucking great. And um, yeah, and I mean, this is a guy who's, Played in, you know, spent his entire career almost playing you know, in successful sides. So this year, you know, the last couple of years have been a, have been a, a massive palate cleanser. Yeah, and, and he's just he's, like, he's been he's been in? paid for the privilege. Yeah, did I really need the extra couple of hundred grand? Like, <laughs> fucking incompetent you are. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's doing. Like, is he is he trying for a new contract at fucking Canberra or something? Is They'd be the only ones that'd get on that agenda with him enough to care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if you guys have got nothing, um, nothing else to, to lead with, we might as well just get straight into the games here from round twenty-three. Let's go. Let's look it. And uh, we kicked off on Thursday night football. The blockbuster clash with the Penrith Panthers twenty-six to feed the Rabbitohs twenty-two. With the uh, Panthers tries coming through Crichton, Edwards, Lanu, and Martin. Crichton three conversions and two penalty goals. The Rabbits, 22 points, came through a double to Alex Johnson. Uh, Cody Walker, Campbell Graham also with tries. Latrell, two goals, uh, two conversions, sorry, and one penalty goal. Who's going first? Oh, go, Glenny. Oh, I've, go. I've got one quick, one quick point. We said last week Penrith would be happy for the win and the two points, but um, we, we suspected South might have got a bit more had they won the game. Um, I think... What Sias have got out of it is the fact that uh, Paulo now, come finals time, <laughs> has proven himself to be somewhat fragile under pressure. Yeah. And um, and he's going to be one hell of a fucking target for the better sides 
um, as South progressed through the um, into the finals. And, um, and and I suspect, given some of the things they've done in recent weeks since Mitchell's come back, that they'll they'll they're a chance of going deep uh, in the finals. But that his his confidence has got to be shot. Yeah, and I mean it was more it was more than enough to be the difference between the two teams in what was otherwise a fairly you know a, a fairly well fought out um, game. Mm. But uh, I guess the only the only positive for Souths is that they've got two more regular season games in which he can try and break out of it unless yeah. they're just going to drop him. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's a, it's not like you have to turn around and go, oh yeah, it's a sudden death grant, it's a sudden death final next week. Yeah, exactly. And you got to go again because exactly. I mean. That would be a tough one to turn around in a week, but uh, he's got a couple of weeks to. Although you know he's they're, they're you know pretty close to must win games though for the rabbits as well. Yep, he's going. I mean they've got to win them. So, um, but less less pressure. Yeah, hundred percent. Fair point. And and to that note, it, it's one of those games where if you look across it, it it was like Nate, as you said, almost exactly evenly fought out. The really interesting ones were just that Penrith really relied on, on that fitness. And I think that's still an advantage for them at this stage of the year, where even when most of the categories and, and most of the stats you look at were, were pretty equal, they ran for almost 300 metres more throughout the course of the game. And some of those did come from the back. Obviously, Dylan Edwards doing his job better than anybody else in the league. Uh, but the thing for Penrith to take away from this was after their their game against Melbourne where they did almost everything right except finish off in terms of they controlled field position they controlled territory they really kept the storm pinned down in their own end for most of that second half couldn't break through them and obviously Souths aren't the the defensive team that Melbourne is Um, but but for them to go and repeat that and really be in that position for finals time where they're building as best they can I think is the best thing in Penrith's situation at the moment, the best thing you can hope for is for everybody else to just be fucking humming and then to slot back in your halves yeah. pairing and have a couple of your forwards come back uh, ready and raring to go. Yeah, as, yep. a, as opposed to, well, fuck, the team's down on form. Everything's a little bit more chaotic than usual. We need to put those halves back in and hope that we can get back to what we were, you know, six, seven weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because um, you will be full strength come week one, finals, yes, right. But look, bar, barring niggles and injuries, mm. yes, mm. Um, I think a big in for Penrith that, that's severely fucking underlooked, and and it's not not hard to do in a team with so much star power and so many people that are overachieving this year is Moses Leota. Like you, you look at when he's not on the field, <clears throat> and just every run he takes, they are those. Maximum effort, breakthrough. He finds the ground on his own terms, and he's up playing the ball at fucking lightning pace. And off the back of that is where a lot of their attack came from that night. So I think he's a big in going uh, going into the finals. But the space they gave South out wide is troublesome. It's crazy, and I mean, like Alex Johnson. I mean, like let's face it. I mean, the the tr- the try scoring records keep you know keep tumbling and. Yeah, he's a legitimate. He's a legitimate chance to yeah. take take Ken at the end of his by the end of his career. Yeah, and he's, he's a good finisher, but he's also on the end of a very potent side of a very like a, a renowned attacking weapon of a side of yeah, a team. That's it. Um, but fuck, he he fucking bath fucking Toto. Yeah, mm. like he. I've never seen Toto so fucking served in a game. 
Yeah. I don't think ever. I think it's it's, it's the most anyone's and fucking look, they, over they, they were, crazy. They were compacted on the edges. Yeah. You know, where, where South can also be a risk, and this is what you've got to you know, plan for both contingencies. They'll fucking chew you up on the edges, and especially now that you've got Latrell running around. I also mm-hmm. do think it's worthwhile pointing out, if you remember, that he had a mishap at training where he had a groin injury during the week, and he mm-hmm. came off, you know, right at the beginning of their, their training session, didn't do anything else prior to the game. And I'm not sure he was 100%. I'm really not sure Latrell was 100%. So if he can just have a couple of weeks of light duties, um, I still think they're as big a threat as ever going into the finals. Um, What the socials say on that one? Whoops. Too busy in my old screenshots sending Glenny fucking rebar pictures. Please, please stop doing that. (laughs) The guy with the rebar from his his ball (laughs) from the fucking shoulder. It would be appreciated if you could not send me that shit. I, I send us that shit, Glennie. It's, it's yeah. a group he chat. It, he sent it to me send, and you just happen send, to have access to that same group chat. yourselves that shit. I don't want to know about it. God. Thank you very much Anyway, for Chris in the Facebook group said, take Jackson Paul shoe off him. What a shocker. Yes. Uh, Ricky come in with a new member comment. He said, Centrelink must pay next week, hence poor crowd attendance. Ouch, Ricky. Fucking ouch. Conan. He said, Mardo's so old school. When the doc told him he'd be out for the season with syndesmosis, he said he didn't know what that was. He rolled his ankle. And what a fucking way for him to finish. Like, absolutely fucking butchering two tries Mm. with dick fingers, the likes of which we've never seen. Um, Fuck, I love that about Mardo, though. Like, he he could butcher a thousand and it wouldn't stop him getting in there. No, he would just still keep coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, Thomas made fun of South and their social media crew by saying, ha ha, South's Instagram. Fucking disappointing. And then he's put a screenshot of South after the game. And it says, uh, South 22, Panthers 26. And the Rabbitohs have commented under the photo of their sad, dejected, fucking toothless fuck players. Full time. We've turned off comments because we're all in this together. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh no, actually, I, I, actually, I actually don't mind that as a move. Because you know it was coming. Oh yeah, it was just it was it was just it was just not, it was just like a hundred percent Jackson Paulo fucking hatred. Yeah, exactly. You know, but um, I don't think yeah, you know, I think like, I don't think the Tigers fucking turned off comments on theirs though. So I'm no. getting credit for that. Didn't Although you? I don't think there was one focal point for the Tigers fans. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, Joe, it was the team. <laughs> Joe said, "Pounded into the fucking earth by a team missing the best half and front rower, along with the hottest bloke in the comp in Scott Sorensen. Surely Edwards gets an Australian jersey in the World Cup when Penrith go on to win it all again this year. That is true. That is so true. There we are. Next game. Yeah. Unlikely. The uh, North <laughs> Cowboys forty-eight defeat the Warriors four up at the Abattoir in Townsville in a thoroughly expected result. The uh, Cowboys forty-eight. That came through tries to Cohen Hess, Murray Talangi, uh, Jeremiah Nanai, uh, Hiku, uh, Luciano Leilua, Chad Townsend, and a double to Tom Dearden. And I'll tell you, another double to Tom Dearden is, is reduced to a single as he has a ruptured testicle uh, oh. following, the, following the game. And uh, he may be off a couple of weeks, but, you know, the Cowboys are well and truly set in the top four. And oh. I think it's too much of a hassle for them. Uh, Val, seven conversions and a penalty goal. The Warriors, four, they a singular try to uh, Marcello Montoya. And uh, that was it. Ruptured testicle. Still. <laughs> the Peter Fuck. Wallace special. Oh, the Peter yep. Wallace. Peter Wallace special. 
thought it was fairly clinical from the Cowboys against opposition that was clearly not close to their level, but they just they just handled the Warriors. The Warriors didn't really trouble them, and that they they got their their roll on through the middle, and then um, did and Townsend drink water that they just fucking cut them to shreds. Uh, took advantage of their opportunities, didn't overplay their hand, I thought, which was pretty controlled from the Cowboys, especially as the scoreline started to blow out. Um, I think they, they kept a handle on um, trying to focus on what was working for them rather than just trying to score off every play. Um, for the Warriors, unhappy night. In particular, Reese Walsh had, had a game he'd probably rather forget. I think he's he's probably showing his, you know, his wraps on him and... You know, he was highly sought after and he's, he's going to end up at the Broncos next year. He's, he's still a long way, as you'd expect, from, from, from such a young player that hasn't played a heap of first grade. He's a long way from the finished product that maybe the Broncos might be expecting to to, to slot into the side as. Um, and if you look at between him, you know, obviously he's going to slot into the fullback spot, I'm assuming, uh, when he goes yeah. to the Broncos. Yep, yep. You know, I feel like you know that's that's a big call, um, especially you know leaving Cobo on a wing um, when you know he's got his sights on the fullback jersey as well. So um, one of those games for for Reece Walsh probably won't the last won't be the last one he has in his in his young career. But um, yeah, he's um, he's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, agree. I, th- I mean, he, at, at the moment, like, take a snapshot right now, and he's he's far closer to like a Kalen Ponger than yeah, whatever the opposite I am. Um, I actually, as I was making my notes um, after this game, I, I almost made a note like that, and I thought, is that is that harsh on on Reece Walsh at this early stage of his career? You know, Ponga, <laughs> when he came via the Cowboys, it was really only when he got to Newcastle on on big money and a lot of hype that people started to yeah uh, and you, to pick you, holes in him. You know, you got to remember as well his entry into it, and he went to a club that was firmly in the rebuilding stages. He went to Newcastle, and he was their fucking great white hope. Mm. We've we've pinched this kid, and remember he had a couple of games for the Cowboys. Towards the end of that season That's before it. he left, yeah, yeah. where so, he carved up. Where, where he sh- really shouldn't have been playing, or if they'd have had their way, he wouldn't have been playing first grade, but they, just, they didn't have another fullback option to put in there through injury. Yep. And he had those games when you first come onto the scene and you're blinding fucking fast and no one's got any video to study on you. Mm. You know, Now, after all of these games, people can say, that, okay, well, you put the ball to him here, then he's going to go left here, you know, eight times out of ten or whatever and, and run your defences around that. But he did that thing. He carved up a couple of times. He went to Newcastle and he was the next big thing. Walsh, I don't yep. think, is at that stage yet. Because mm. he's already had his fall. He's already, You know, he already had his, his incident at the end of last year and on the yeah. Gold Coast and all that stuff. And he's a good player. Um, and he's going to a team that's already... Yeah, got Coming a few up. of the pieces there. Yeah. You know, they're they're just trying to put the final pieces in. Uh, I still think he's a downgrade from Tamari Martin. Certainly, the way that they've both been playing, if you just compare it directly in twenty twenty two, and and the value of their contracts. But then also, is this one of those That's things a- like like with Adam Reynolds? 
yeah, right now it looks like the you know the Broncos have made a, a really really smooth move. But is this the sort of thing you've got to judge in three years? Yeah, and also it's also like yeah, you know, Reese Walsh is looking. However, he looks you know playing off the back of a, a Warriors side that hasn't looked interested in you know months. Yeah, if not all, if not all season. Whereas the Broncos have had you know a far more successful season. The wheels are falling off a little bit now, coming down to the, down the final straight. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a far superior season to what the Warriors have had. Correct. That's it. Anything else you want to say on that one? No. No, hit the socials. Nice. So good watching Walsh get run over by Jordan. He said, Broncos paying massive overs for him. Hopefully takes him back to hashtag fuck the Broncos glory days of their first spoon. The Chad just adding to his immortality legacy. <clears throat> there you go. Uh, Andrew, in unrelated news, New Zealand Warriors have just been appointed official turnstile supplier to the NRL. Look for them at <laughs> venues next year. Uh, Dom, he said, the Vodafone New Zealand Nofalumas. Defensive reads of doom. Next mm. season's preseason better be defence from start to end. Don't let these cuts touch a ball till round one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jared, he said, am I the only one massively disappointed the Broncos are taking Walsh over TMM? No, you are not. As I just said, I reckon that TMM's a, uh, a much better open option. Uh, Mitch, so I think the unsung hero of tonight was Drinkwater. He was everywhere, playing well off what's in front of him, aiding with a quick style of play the cow show. I agree. Doing That's well. all here, though. That's it. Uh, Levi, who I think is back in fucking New Zealand for some reason. Does he? Yeah, which I can only assume that he's running away from criminal charges or he's lost a bet or something. Mm. So that's... Finally, he's going back for... Finally, finally deported. <laughs> I think he's gone back for International Scaffold Day, the uh, the national holiday of his people. Nice. Um, he said, fraud cowboys. So you should win at home. We've only lost one home game this year. Couldn't even get to 50. Useless. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, the uh, Melbourne Storm, 60. Hashtag fuck the Broncos, 12. Uh, at Suncorp Stadium, right in front of their own home people. Um, the Storm, their 60, came through a litany of try scorers, such as... Connor Apea, Kamakamika, uh, Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Nelson Asafa Solomona, a double to Justin Olin, and a double to the uh, star of the side, David Nofaluma. And uh, Nick Meany, nine conversions from 10 attempts and a penalty goal. The Broncos, 12, came through tries to Capewell and uh, Corey Oates with Reynolds, two conversions. And uh, this game, the the ultimate indignity was a length of the field try <laughs> from David Nofaluma at the end. The Tribus. Has 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 found a perch in Melbourne, scoring junk time tries a on the bin. opposite side he's of the fucking. He's found a bin, bin in Melbourne. Yeah, and he's and, and he's scoring the and, and like junk time means different things in Mel, in in Melbourne Storm colours because usually it means that the game is fucking well and truly over in your favour, mm. not against. So he's loving life down there. A so, week after we spoke about Harry Grant having been quiet in recent games and certainly um, during the the Melbourne Storm slump. Uh, recently, he produced his best performance of the season. I thought he was just like one of the best games of a hooker, yeah, in recent history. Yeah, yeah. had to. Be. Oh, it really was just outstanding. He was in everything, defended in the middle, um, you know, all night. Made his tackles and was still full of running and and controlled. You know, obviously aided and abetted by the Broncos um, defensively, but he he cut them to shreds, and it was. Um, his game was the beginning of the end for Brisbane, and then you know his teammates 
uh, did their jobs off the back of that. But oh, I was really impressed with with Harry Grant's performance. Um, some warning signs for Brisbane. You know, you, you mentioned earlier, Nate, that the wheels look like they're starting to fall off, and you know, hey, it's fucking 12... war- warning signs. There were fucking <laughs> sixty put on them, like yeah. Absolutely. Look, I mean, it, it does. That's it does, a fucking it, it wrong way go mention- back sign. <laughs> <laughs> it, do, it does. It does bear mentioning that they didn't concede sixty points. They came close in the bad era, the last couple of years. Mm, yep. But they did. They, they they lost that game um, uh, to the uh, Roosters fifty nine nil back in June twenty twenty. But uh, yeah, they haven't conceded sixty points for a long time. Mm. Um, and this is a good season. Yeah, it's uh... so, so, so. So it was a dark day. It wasn't just a, a dark day from the from the standpoint of oh yeah, we're a couple of weeks out from finals and you're in the eight and um you know the old adage about you know teams that concede fifty. It was it was it was bad on it was on a, on a historical level. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, um, not to mention they scored twelve points. Um, one of one of the tries they scored was obviously off a uh, a. Good finish from Oates and a, and a great kick from from Reynolds, but apart from that, the other one was a complete brain snap from Xavier Coates. Well, and, yeah, just handed it straight yeah. to him. It was like a, it was, <laughs> it was, it was like the like the the old uh, the old two dads one back in the day yeah. when, when he, it was probably more embarrassing than that one actually because it wasn't like a long pass that didn't find his mark. I mean, he just sort of offloaded it straight to fucking just, yeah, the Broncos player sure he, sure, coming through. Um, Capel called for it, but just. Other than that, they looked completely inept and, and didn't look like scoring. So, um, the Storm, though, I don't know whether we read too much into this. It's obviously, you know, they're on an upward tick over the last couple of weeks uh, from where they were. Um, this certainly blew the cobwebs out of their attack. So, yeah. Um, they're, you know, we said last week they're, you know, tapering quite nicely. Which well, I mean, look, honestly, the, Bron- the Broncos are a top eight team that are trying to, you mm. know, they they were they were vying for you know, top four not that long sure. ago. I mean it's probably out of reach from now, but I mean this is this is a team that's had a, a great season, mm. you know. And um, so look, you can't you can't really dismiss the and, and particularly it was it was a great like what you know sort of sixty minute performance too from the Storm because I mean it was fairly frantic and even in the in the early stages of the game too. Yeah, especially after they gave them that fucking ridiculous try. Yeah, just um, yeah blew them away in the end. Um, I would also like to to give a great fucking shout out to super fan of the show and longtime Broncos fan, uh, Mr. Wars, who the Broncos decline has started since he entered the country. Yeah, and I mean, and 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 as we all know, the you know correlate, correlation you know, equals causation. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sam. This is this is on your fault. This is all your fault. So well, and well, I, you know. Maybe, maybe saying it's please all stay your... in Australia. Please stay in Australia for another probably five weeks just to make sure that they're fucking one and done in the finals, well and truly. <laughs> well, this is that thing you're, you're saying to him. Yes, this is all your fault. That's very negative. I would like to say, Sam, we congratulate you, and we Thank welcome you for restoring normality to transmissions. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. I would also like to point out that even though we ask for nothing, the rugby league gods fucking keep providing to us in ensuring that you get to actually live through a tiny little section of fucking Broncos spoon-quality play. Having yeah. thought you'd missed it, being stuck in the land of the pangolin for the past three years. Um, 
Yeah, he was locked in his back. apartment in Shanghai for two years. I mean, you couldn't see that shit. But I mean, now this is what it was like. It was great. It was a golden time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag fuck the Broncos. Give me socials. That's it. Sorry, I was too busy doing my ladder predictor. John. Oh, said, fucking don't do the ladder predictor until the end, you bitch. Oh, mate. I Clo- fucking... Minimize that Minimize that shit. Just stop spoiling yourself. Mate, I'm, I'm fucking on it. I'm jonesing. I'm, I'm fiending for a ladder prediction. I mean, I was t- when I was talking to Glenny when we were doing the, the member side on the, um, on the weekend, and it's like all of the games, or not all the games, but there was a lot of games that had like ramifications. Yeah. That you didn't see coming. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's made the ladder predictor exciting for this week as well. Fuck yeah. Um, John said, Nofaluma has scored a junk time try in two 60-plus Storm games on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, he said, as a, a bron- record never to be beaten. As a Broncos fan, my asshole just got two inches wider. Hashtag salty lube. Cathal said, the human victory cigar, David Nofaluma. <laughs> <laughs> Lachlan said, that got out of control so fast. This will probably really hurt the boys, thus galvanizing them for their revenge in the finals. Nothing oh. to worry about here. <laughs> I fucking love I'm- it. I mean, unless they've unless they've wholesale changed the top the, the way that the top eight final system works, the Broncos will not get to play the Storm <laughs> at any point. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was ladder predicting. Yeah, right. You know, because like as you were saying, the Broncos are a, a legitimate top eight threat. You know? Yeah, and the beautiful thing about this game was it wasn't just the two points that they didn't get to add to the table; they took a gigantic hit to their differential yeah, as well. That's it. Uh, Chris, it couldn't have happened to a nicer team. Uh, Reese, he said, look. It was a massive improvement over last week in the jersey department for Brisbane. Hashtag small wins. <laughs> uh, Kevin, when Broncos were in that patch of good form mid-season, we were winning games off the back of our defense. I don't know if it's fatigue or something else, but that defensive cohesiveness is gone, out-muscled and outplayed in every regard. I've seen so many of our fans lose their shit tonight, but for me, this season as a whole is a massive improvement over the last half a decade. Nobody wants 60 points put on them, but fuck me, am I embarrassed by our fan base? No wonder we have a reputation for being dickheads. No wonder at all. There we go. So round twenty three is rationalization round for the Brisbane Broncos. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally it's finally become acceptance. <laughs> the uh Parramatta Eels forty two to feed the bank Canary Bankstown Bulldogs six. At a Combank Stadium in Parramatta, the Eels they had tries to uh, Penasini, Sivo, Madison, Opchek, a double to Dylan Brown, and a double to Wanga Blake, with five conversions to the returning Mitchell. <coughs> the Doggies a try to Shoop and a penalty goal to Birdo. Oh, shoop, shooper doop, <laughs> shooper doop. Look, uh, Moses' return was was a huge difference for the Para. Uh, he and Dylan Brown just ran right against pretty passive Bulldogs defensively, uh, defensive yeah. line, um, which made them probably look a, a bit better than what they were. But, um, you know, had players running great lines and, and they were throwing you know, some beautiful passes and, and just cut the Bulldogs to, to shreds. Um, plenty of hard work done in the middle um, by their forwards and quick play the balls for, for you know, Marnie and Moses and, and Brown to work off the back of it. Um, all in all, the opposition was clearly poor, and so I don't know that Para um, really proved a great deal. But what they did um, was take advantage of their opportunities, and and just like I said, some of the ball play 
was impressive, and that'll be important. That that timing um, for that to be back so quickly um, now that Moses is, is returned is mm. is a positive sign. And he's back to doing a lot of those little things that he does, you know, very well. Like he he is still <clears throat> one of the best architects of a short side raid, mm. and judging when it's on and when it's not, and judging whether he can pull defenders in and then put a kick over the other side of the field where they're going to be short. Or as he did a couple of times that night, just absolutely decimate the dogs down that side. A little bit concerning in the error stakes for Parramatta, like you know, and and they look, they put fucking forty two points on. Let, yes. Let's let's take nothing away from that. So it wasn't as if it was a shabby performance, but there were still patches in that game, like they only completed at just over seventy percent. Mm. You know, and. Again, once you're out to that, that much of a lead, then you're going to start throwing it around a little bit more anyway and, and shit goes a little bit wrong. But for them to to have 14 errors in a game, you do that against another top eight side and that's how you end up getting fucking punished, especially when they're not the sort of team like the Dogs that will just make an error straight back and hand the ball to you and not not make you pay for them. But... All in all, um, you know, another good run by a team that's had most of its players get back on the field and do what they need to do. Yeah, and it's time, I guess it's time for them to, uh, you know, start that sort of taper towards the finals that they tend to do after their sort of post-origin slump. Yes. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's only the doggies. The thing that was weird about this game is that this week and last week as well, I mean, how how quickly the, the dogs have just sort of wiped off all of that improvement in their game, and they've just seemed to have reverted to exactly back to the Barrett Dogs. I mean, they you know they're letting in tons of points late. Yep. They're um they're, they're not their attack is, is has has gone haywire. Even the Birdo Fox connection's not working. Birdo's just off with. I mean, he's he's still got his fucking you know orbit bombs, but phones down, Glenny. Get your yeah get your phone out of there, Glenny. I can fucking hear it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Gotcha. Tell you what. Shut sorry, up. sorry, listeners. That that's that crackling sound you're hearing. That's fucking Glenny. <laughs> it's 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 the, the pedals on the fucking five G tower <laughs> that he's got to keep pedaling up there to keep I'll the show you. going. My fucker's trying to multitask over here. Jesus. Yeah. How about you? How about you multi fucking focus on the fucking task at hand, which is fucking <laughs> which is recording this podcast. Yeah, how about you multi? Shut the fuck stop. up. Get off. Get off Tinder. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Tell your missus. It's called. He's not. It's called Wumba. Pick me up some nice cows. It's like, it's like, with a 46 year old single woman looking for an extra bag of feed for a fucking, for, for a donkeys. One word. One word in that was a dirty one. Pick which one it is. <laughs> Um, tell you, look, I don't know what's going on with the doggies. I mean, it's, it's like it, it coincides with. I mean, it, look, at the end of the year, at the end, of, at, at this stage, they're not doing anything this season. And like you know, as I can see, a lot of teams this weekend, especially, just like we're into that. Let's get to Mad Monday mode. Yep, it could be that. It also does coincide exactly with the announcement of of Cam Seraldo as the as the coach <laughs> for next year. Um, so, I mean, you know, without trying to read too much into it, I mean, was there? Were they in love with Potter and what he's done with them, and yeah, maybe disappointed that he wasn't given a chance, or um, yeah, look, who knows? I don't know, but I mean, but they've but they've very quickly reverted to what they were around the time of uh, of, of uh, Trent sacking. 
it, versus what we've seen them out of them, uh, you know, the last yeah. you know, good, you know, couple of months, even like a fairly reasonable length of time. I, I think a lot of it comes down to intensity. Like right after Trent was punted, everyone in that side lifted a little bit. Everyone on that side just did their job a little bit better. And when you got a guy like Birdo, who and we've said this a thousand times, his boot gives you an, an attacking advantage that I don't think anyone else in the competition has. You know, but it doesn't do it all by itself. And it seems now the rest of the teams come down to earth a little bit, and they're all just going. Yeah, but oh, I mean, they, they kind of held it up there. They held it up there for a good, you know, like two months. Yep, they like certainly it was a decent did. amount of time. They certainly did. But when that's not your natural position, when that mm. when that level isn't your natural level, it's hard to fucking maintain quickly. But at least now they know they can do it. You know, yeah. So, what do the socials have to say on that one, Terry? You said the dogs' first sixty minutes was awful, but the last twenty was good. A nice change, I guess. <laughs> ben, <laughs> fuck me. Not only did my boys give the eels fuel for the hype bus, the doggies just added nitrous. Oh, well, all the more glorious when they get bounced out in week one. And uh, Papa Shunter, Paul, he said the Moses and Brown combination was awesome. Trent Barrett's influence is already paying off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and James. He said, I can see why Bellamy thought swapping Noffa for Addo Car last season would have been a zero net loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dig. There we are. Look, look it just goes to show, like, we've, we've seen Noffa in the, in the system now. And I tell you, that's the most concerning thing, Glennie. I mean, we're going to get to the Tigers game, but Noffa said what he said, to. and we talked, about it, we talked about it last week. But then you see now, like, Gildart as well. He There's quotes coming out of him where it was like, you know, he finally feels like he's... He's a, um he's lobbed at an NRL club, <laughs> like, like just fucking like just, like like fucking brutality, like, and he and he, I think he's pretty much yeah he, he wants to stay at East and like yeah, who blame him but but just the the shit every single one of them that goes out on a loner they're just like oh wow this is what this is what a well run organisation looks like okay. Like what is it? The West, the West Tiger is Pasco a fucking army? Yes. Like, is, is he sending all his? Play- that wasn't lag. That was. A- <laughs> is, is he sending all his players out on a fucking rumspringer, hoping that the wide world of fucking alcohol and titties will scare them, and they'll come scampering back home, <laughs> where there's no electricity or fucking running water? Yeah, yeah. If someone doesn't Photoshop the fucking traditional army's hat and hair, etc., and and attire onto Justin Pascoe, he's a fucking not having a go. <laughs> it would also look really good, I think, on it's, like, it'd on be like called a James Tamier. Dumb Springer. Clint, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that the title of the episode. What do you say about that? I like it. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to look up for the uh, to get the the right accent marks and everything like that. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple of dots over one of the left. I'm sure there is. <laughs> you still got more socials? No, we're on next game. Let's go. Right, the uh, Sharks forty defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls six at Brookie. The Sharks tries through uh, Royce Hunt, Matt Moylan, Britton Nakora. A double to Matt Ikevalu and a double to Nico Hines with Hines getting six conversions. Manly tried the daily conversion daily. Which well, he should have given that one to four, and I thought, really? I mean, like, end of the day, who fucking cares? Why? Game's over. He's, it's his last fucking game at home. He's the fucking Noffer of the Northern Beaches. Give him the fucking, give him, give him the, give him the fucking conversion Man, for his last some, home game. You said some fucking 
junk inflammatory time. shit on this show, but that's the junk time that's king. Yeah. yeah, just just ridiculous. Junkie I mean, Cherry Evans. And it was actually, and and I mean, and, and obviously that try was fucking programmed in because, you know, winning by the sacred scoreline is not for everybody, and uh, and it's not for you, Cronulla either, <laughs> because you had your chance and you couldn't fucking pull it off. <laughs> and this uh, and the hilarity you, of manly losing forty nil should be lost oh. to fucking. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, it would be hilarious if they if they did, Glennie. No, I know. But, they, but, it always, but it just a, I'm fucking so glad it didn't. I was going to say, you, you had, <laughs> there had to be a party. like, fuck no, this can't oh, be. Mate. Oh, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll I, I tell you, that, was, that, that try may as well have been the fucking match winner. <laughs> <laughs> but this, once, I'll tell you what, like whether, whether this, whether this uh, you know, pride jersey thing is actually, actually properly derailed things, what it has done is it certainly put the spotlight on a, on a selection of players within the side. And for me, for, for me at least, and really applies extra scrutiny to their performances. And they're just, and just not fucking good enough in many cases. Like, uh, Cola had his chance to be the fullback, probably let in three tries through just fucking poor positional play and mistakes. Over, we had Tui Pilotu continuing his recent run of bad form, which coincides exactly with the week after the fucking Pride jersey thing. Alloy hasn't been fucking nearly as impactful or, or or damaging or holding shit together. I mean, look, Jakey wasn't there. He's out for the rest of the season. So obviously there was going to be a fucking, you know, a, a, there was going to be, you know, something that came, came out of that mm. in, in the middle, in defensively especially. But, you know, no one was there to pick up the slack. And I mean, fuck, I mean, even like, you know, tries like the Royce Hunt try. I mean, that's that's a try that Jakey stops every fucking day. But, you know, he's not, he's not there. So I'm... Um, like the Sharks did, you know, they did what they had to do and they performed pretty well. But I mean, they were just given a lot of field position and a lot of territory and they just, they took, they, they took the opportunities they had. Like they took pretty much every opportunity they had. There was nothing really long range out of them or anything like that. It's just, they, they get penalty, they'd kick down there, get a, get a repeat set, yep. get down there. And then they just score when they had that good ball, like, you know, 20, 30 meters out. And when there was a set down there that, you know, they were kind of finish their last tackle sort of 20 meters out. I mean, more often than not, it felt like that they, you know, they took the opportunity and scored. Whereas Manly had quite a number of opportunities in a reasonable position. But then you've got, you know, your Marty to powers throwing fucking offloads to nobody or the opposition and just dumb shit like that that just obliterated like three to four good scoring chances that they had, and um, which would have made it, you know, a different, a different, you know, complexion of contest. But um, oh my god! Did you see fucking speaking of socials? Did you see Marty Tapao's fucking misses mouthing off on on, on no, uh, Insta? What's she done? She's put she's put a video she's put a video up in her stories of like a, like a selection of highlights from the game where Marty's running a decoy line and the pass is not going to him, and she's like, oh, they lost because they didn't pass the ball to him enough. Oh my fucking god! Oh look, cunt! If you fuck, and, and that doesn't, and that, that you must and that feel, oh, and that doesn't come, and and that doesn't come from her. Obviously, that's him in the car on the way home, fucking having a bitch, mate. I, the offer's there. I've got a fucking you. Oh, fucking drive to your house and help you pack if you want to fuck off two weeks early. Dead set, cunt. Like <laughs> fucking shut up and shut your fucking misses up as well. You're not fucking Joey Tarpin. You can't back up her fucking mouth. At all, you're <laughs> fucking. You've been you've been useless for like literally eighteen months. Watch the fucking game tape, mate, and have some yeah. f- and, and and stop being so oblivious to your fucking shortcomings as a fucking footballer. Dead set, and don't get your wife to do your your fucking you know wet work either on fucking socials. Can't say it yourself, you little bitch. 
I have I have heard though that the players have been fucking giving it to him ever since that went up and like not giving it to him like oh your missus giving it to him is like what the fuck <laughs> yeah so so look yeah I I would be super happy to see him never fucking represent again in the club's colours fuck off to wherever you're going pal and I hope it's a fucking place uh, and I hope it's like the West Tigers or something like that <laughs> why, why, are you gonna, why are you going to be like that because that's his fucking level he can go and be homecoming to you how about that. You can be your problem, Glennie. Jesus. I've got enough you fucking problems. Do you? Fucking cunt. Do you? In my football team, I do. Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. You really? Yeah, very shortly, I would imagine. Well, I have to get through the socials for this monstrosity first. Uh, Go for it. Aaron. Unless Glennie's got something to say first, though. Floor's no, yours, Glennie. I, um, the only real comment I wanted to make was was Nico Hines. Um, just low-key going about his work and... I thought he was really impressive and found himself in, you know, in the right position more often than not, and you know took advantage and and, yeah. and you know his kicking game was was exceptional and yep just thought he was outstanding. Yeah, has, has taken the opportunities he's been given mm. full tilt this year as well, and has absolutely shone in a Sharks jersey. You know, he he, he came with some big raps on him, filling in for Pappy at fullback in the Melbourne system. And there were questions about, well, hang on, can he handle going straight into the halves? And and really, what, what's he going to do in terms of leading this team around? Mm. But you can tell that he is a student. I don't say he's a student of the game, but he's a student of the greats of the game. And there's been multiple instances I've heard people talk about him, and it's always with different players. Well, they say a similar sort of thing about him. That, oh, when he had the opportunity to be here with this person, he just sat there and absorbed as much knowledge as he could out of them. You know, and he's had an absolute cracker of a season. Um, another cracker of a season is Aaron, uh, our most valuable fucking contributor every year. Uh, he said it's a dangerous... He wasn't, he wasn't la- hang on a minute, he wasn't last year. I didn't Tigers say... Fan, t- Tigers fan gets, gets the decline. I didn't say that he's given the award. I think he's the best every year. Well, I just yeah. think... I, I, just... I, I, I find... I, I tell you what, though, it is funny that like Tigers fans, generally speaking, are the best contributors of the year. Well, exactly. Because last best, year, like, because like, like, what's year that fucking, Steve. what's that fucking Bane monologue from that shit Batman movie? That one about Tigers fans and fucking commentary of depressing nature. Um, so, Aaron, he said it's a dangerous day to be a gay Middle Eastern man. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, he said you can't do controversial try celebrations if you don't score tries. That is very fucking true. Jason. And another blowout for the weekend. It's up to the Tigers in the next game to stop the rot. <laughs> <laughs> Things precede unfortunate events. Thomas. So Cherry Evans getting in on that Noffa junk time try. Shame he couldn't do anything else for his team. Lucky he isn't the highest paid player in the league or anything. There you go. Uh, nice one. Go for it. Oh, hang on. Simon. I like this one. He said, forwards win matches. Backs decide by how much. Fafita being better than any manly forward really shows the depth of trouble manly is in. That is That's it. There you go. Um, oh, and I'd just like to say that like, anyone who tags me in anything on Facebook, I'm currently banned. So don't think I've not replied out of any any, like, any avoidance or anything. Like that. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll reply next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did you tell Shanti you were going to fuck him in his good ankle? 
No, no, I told fucking, I, I told, I, there was that picture there that, that Ned put up of him and Solzy at the fucking whatever they mm. were doing. And um, and I just and I just tagged Mike, you know, Solzy and just said, choke him. And like, you know, I, like, I, I didn't mean hate hate crimes or inciting violence. I meant sexually. Mm. They, but Facebook's algorithms can't determine nuance like that. They just assume Ned was a minority. Yeah. Of some description. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't do yeah. that. They couldn't even let me appeal and say, come on, it's just banter, you fucking stupid Zuck. Does, does Zuck know Stop what banter is? No. What, Probably not. He only knows what inputs have been fed into him. What does he think? That's how a deaf person says the big furry elephants from Star Wars. <laughs> the Roosters 72 to feed the West Tigers 6 at the <laughs> SCG. The Roosters 72 <laughs> came through. Stop it. <laughs> Teddy, Connor Watson, Drew Hutchison, Matthew Lodge. A double to Daniel Tupo, a double to Angus Crichton, and four tries to Nat Butcher. <laughs> um, it was fucking old boys day there with Lodgie and Teddy getting in on the action oh, too. Yeah, the uh, there we got Sam Walker. Hey, he had his fucking kicking boots on. Twelve from twelve. The Tigers six. A try to Brent Naden, and a uh, conversion to Adam Dewey. Let's go to the socials. <laughs> Patrons will already know how this game went. The second half. I mean, this is the first time where it was kind of over at half time. Was it thirty nil at half time? Kind of over thirty nil. Was it twenty four or thirty? No, yeah, it was 30. yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, I thought that we might get like you know Tigers win the second half or something like that, but no, no. no the Roosters fucking put their foot down, and they had me with twenty minutes to go, looking up the record books to see what the worst or the most amount of points conceded by the Tigers. It should have been were. eighty plus, really, and, if they were having, if they were fucking serious. Yeah, and it was it was it was sixty six at the time, and then um and the biggest loss was sixty four nil. So it led to a barnstorming finish where not only were the greatest amounts of points they they tied up the points and it was sixty six to six. So then they just needed one more try to get the biggest margin as well, and they got it there at the death. Um, when the Tigers were down to twelve men after after the aforementioned <laughs> James Tamau fucking blow up, <laughs> and look, Melted. I'm gonna I'll go on the I'll go on the record say. That, like obviously that first penalty that he conceded um, down the other end was you know for dissent fair enough, but the blow up that got him sent off, he had a penalty called on him before the tackle was yeah he was called off before the tackle was completed, and I think he had every right to be pissed off about that penalty. Yeah. But then then he gets ten for that one for for mouthing off when he when he gets that one, and then he comes you know, he comes You're back with incompetent. the thing and gets the bit yeah, and then gets the the the, the ultimate fucking. Uh, Send off. That's a fucking like great sledge, though. You are incompetent. It's not saying you're a cheater. It's not saying anything yeah. like that. It is just saying yeah, fuck- you are fucking shit at your job. <laughs> and your chosen profession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nah, and, that's um, good. Obviously, you keep talking about the game. Keep going. Glenny. So, okay, for other, 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 you know, just, I'll just scattered observations from, from me on this game. Um, Dewey was fucking abysmal. Worst game his I've defense, seen him play. His, his defense was was awful. Um, and uh, have you seen that he, he copped it from some fans at the game, and and the teams rallied around him. Yeah, um, they didn't turn their they didn't turn the comments off. Though. They let people have their fucking yeah. have their crack. Yeah. Did they did they rally around him as he rallied around the club, saying to Noddy, "Play me where I want to play, or I'll play in Reggie's." That's what rally. Maybe should be playing in Reggie's based on that performance. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like he was exploited 
in defense. Yeah. It was just he missed the tackles that he was supposed to make. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it wasn't like he was bullied by, like, I know, just fucking sending freight trains down him all day <laughs> at all. Yeah. It was that, just it, basic. Honestly, that was a want thing. That was a fucking heart yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Well, and look, Crichton, Crichton he wasn't... beat him twice for tries. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then, I don't know if it was Butcher or... Anyway, he got beaten fucking all ends up, complete one-on-one miss that you should make at that level. You should make 100 times out of 100. And look, I mean, it's hard to say what the most disappointing thing is when you lose a game by 70. But for me, like, what the, the thing about... Yeah, okay, fuck, calm down. I rounded it, I rounded it up, mate, all right? Now... The fucking ran you up. The thing, oh yeah, you, you fucking would, wouldn't you? You, you fucking, you, you country bumpkins love your fucking glyphosate. Now, the thing that was the most disappointing for, for was the, the way that it wasn't the, the the volume of tries scored, but it was the way that many of them were scored, especially like the ones with you know Butcher and Crichton and stuff. Yeah, it was just simple. They were just running like outside in lines and just and they weren't getting touched. They weren't carrying guys over. There weren't people getting in front of them to even try and fucking stop them. They were just running through and yeah, strolling through it. and putting the ball down. I mean, just it's it um, fucking hilarious to be perfectly honest. But so the concerns for me is this is a type of game, and we, and we've had plenty of them over the last however many years. Um, maybe not to this magnitude of scoreline, but certainly um, by way of lack of effort and 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 application. Um, and it's certainly the type of game where historically we've we'd come out a week later or a couple of weeks later and sack the coach. But we've already done that this year. Yeah. And this is the roster that, with with the exception of Appy and um, Isaiah Papali'i um, coming into the side, and and Nate, you said during the members' side, what the fuck must they be thinking? Um, and I agree with you. But, they've only just got fucking. They've only just got Papa Lee back on the side, <laughs> and we fucking give up seventy two points. Um, yeah. So they come in. Uh, we're losing obviously um, Talangi and um, Ghana. They come in, so essentially, it's pretty much the same roster. And you, you get she- you get Jacko back, which is going to take about a 1,000 touches off everyone else in the team. Which is probably not a bad thing because the no. guys that were touching the ball in this game are fucking incompetent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the referee wasn't the only... Like, this is the thing that gets me about Tamau. Why wasn't he ta- ta- turning around pointing the finger at his fucking teammates saying, you're incompetent, you're incompetent, so are you, you're incompetent, not just the referee. I kind of get it, though. Like, you imagine... Like, you're at that point where this has got to be about the lowest he's felt in his career. You know? Like, he he's played with the greats of the last generation, like he played with Thurston. He's played with the greats of this generation in Cleary and Edwards and Yo. And then all of a sudden he's Ed, lobbed Edwards up at the West Tigers. Edwards is a fucking stretch. I'll give you Cleary and, and Yo, but fucking you've for you to throw that's just that's just you being you, Edwards in the mix. Well, fuck out of here. Celebrating a premiership winning fullback. Fucking oath that's me. Oh, but. fucking Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Shane Perry was a premiership winning halfback, wasn't he? Luke Brooks was halfback. Pretty, pretty, half sure, pretty sure Johnny Plath got a fucking... I'm pretty sure Johnny Plath got a trophy <laughs> yeah, at some point. Fucking um, but it, for, for stuff like that, to have a penalty called before the tackle is completed, like you, when you, you're down by 70 points, mm. that would be, for me, like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, I, I can't even rely on 
the officiating here. Everyone mm. on this field has let me down. I probably feel as if I've let them down, but then all of a sudden, the, the only person that's supposed to be impartial, they, they start fucking us as well. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we speak about the multi-million dollar fucking centre of excellence. We speak that, you know, they bang on about the amount of sponsors we have and, and the amount of memberships and every year there's an increase in memberships and it's fucking fantastic. And we, the merchandise sales are up every year and it's fucking what a great business the West West Tigers are. What a great business. Well, That's all the show bags are selling to Harry, right? You're in the business of playing rugby league at the highest level. That's the business you should be fucking good at. Not... Fucking around, banging on about sponsors and membership. Yes, that's important, but if we put 17 blokes in the jersey that showed pride in it week in and week out, all of that stuff that they bang on about happens anyway. Yeah, that's it. You know, the poor cunts that are forking out their corporate dollars, these guys that are running businesses, <laughs> and no, no doubt there's, you know, there's some big business in there, but there's some fucking small ones too supporting, you know, pumping their small business dollars into sponsoring players and, you know, such and such a player bought to you by this business. Imagine fucking forking that out and having some cunt ring you up every few months and going, oh, are we fucking renewing your sponsorship of Adam Dewey? Well, no, cunt. What are you giving me for free? I've given you thousands of dollars to put my logo next to him when they fucking read out the team list and he puts that forward. The fuck out of here. Yep. You know, I know it's that time of year where, you know, teams are putting the fucking queue in the rack and thinking about Bali and, and all the rest of it. But just show a bit of fucking pride in what you do for a living. Um, it's, it's It fucking defies belief to watch that absolute tripe, 72 points conceded in a game that you... you supposedly playing at the highest level that you can play in a club capacity. It's fucking disgraceful. Um, for the Roosters, I don't know that you can draw too much from, from their performance other than the fact it was fantastic for their four and against, which probably gets them into the eight. It solidifies yep. their position in the in the eight. And yeah. They may go it put, deep it puts, the it, puts them, it puts them three places up the ladder. Like It puts two teams in more jeopardy than them. Yeah. Well, and that, look, they may go deep in the postseason based on experience wait, 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 alone. Yeah. But the, the thing is, though, it, it's not like prior to this round. If, if you'd have looked at that and gone, hang on, how, how many like massive blowout opportunities are there here? That wouldn't have been in the first two games you pick. You know, maybe Melbourne would have blown out, and you probably. Oh, I mean, no, I mean, like you know, you said two games. Of course, yeah, it would, it would have been. I would have picked Cronulla to blow out Manly, just based on where yeah. they were and how they are as a club at the moment. I would have said that the you know maybe the you know the Eels could get the Dogs. I wouldn't yeah. have picked the Storm to blow the Broncos out by that one much either. Oh, you know that that to me that to Look, me I guess probably when, like when a we say 34 blowout, to 12 game. When we say blowout, thirty points, thirty point win. Yeah, see, I don't know. I see, see, I don't think I would have had to storm thirty points over the Broncos yeah, okay. before that. Yeah, that round. I would have. The fact that they, the fact that they did it by forty. Hind, Hindsight's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I think, I think this was, this was one of your yeah. blowouts. Though maybe the Warriors game against the Cowboys yeah, was the other one. That's it. Yeah. So already there's three or four that you probably would have had before this one because the Roosters weren't. You know, they were building, but they weren't. You know, one of the. the we had them missing the finals. In our ladder predictors. 
This is fucking NRL yeah, chaos. But it, was, but, it was, but it wasn't based on a loss to the West fucking Tigers, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> um, Thomas, he said, are we getting a member sode for this? Not that the members necessarily enjoy torturing Glennie with those, but it's the only way some of us can finish by this point. <laughs> I hope you. I hope it was a good one. Ricky. I hope you squirted. Ricky, he said, I have no clue why Seraldo didn't want this job. <laughs> <laughs> David, club legend Benji Marshall didn't win a premiership with the Dragons to see his club embarrassed like this. <laughs> uh, Steve, said, please hide all the toasters in the MI. <laughs> Matthew. When he was actually, it was, it was very, very philosophical, were you? I always am, Nathan. He said, don't worry, Tigers fans. Next season, a geriatric is coming to save you. A geriatric who was sacked by Salford. Salford, who then under a new coach, went to a grand final and then a Challenge Cup final. I fucking put it to you that that geriatric was also sacked by this very club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. After such master strokes as Corey Patterson on the wing. <laughs> you always fucking that's your it go is, to. That 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 is my legitimately my favourite bad fucking team selection yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah. All fuck all time. That's it. There we are. Let's round this one out. I need to predict. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, so we've got the Dragons, forty six defeating the Titans twenty six. You know, fucking wild one Good. down in Wollongong. Dragons are um, shit, Titans are shit. Dra- Dragons 46, tries to Phoenix Sullivan, a double to Jack Bird, a double to Talatau Mone, and a uh, hat-trick to Talatau Monger. Lomax, five conversions, which actually kept the Titans in the game for quite some time. Um, the Titans 26 tries to Brimson, Fafita, Firma, and uh, uh, Jojo Fafita. Boyd, four conversions, and a penalty goal. You have to wonder what sort of side the Dragons would be if, if Sullivan, Sloan, Amone, etc. were... We're given a solid solid run in first grade together to build some combinations and um, show what they're truly capable of over the course of the season. Um, you know, Hooks played some games with the with the side and the makeup of it over the course of the year, and I think it's cost the Dragons and may continue to cost them next year because those mm-hmm. combinations are going to take take time to build. Um, if if indeed they get a you know their opportunities next season. <coughs> um, Hat trick for Tao Tao Moga. Um, well, five five tries for for Tao 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 Moga. Jesus fucking Christ! A um, couple of which he, he only fell over the line for, but it was um, one where he showed great strength um, yes. to score. It's great to see, you know, him getting some game time in first grade. He's had a yeah. horrible one uh, with injuries so far in his career, and um, he's always been a talent, but. Uh, and he's shown glimpses in between fucking long-term injuries. So hopefully he can put that behind him and, and, and be a solid performer for the Dragons. Um, and lastly for me, um, I think for the Titans, Bo Firma's got to be one of the shining lights in a pretty dismal year. Um, tough as nails. Um, out of Dolby, um, looking to me, I think he's, he's every bit a first grader and someone that the Titans can continue to build around. And, and it's the type of, you know, heart and, and go-again attitude that you'd love to see David Fafita bring to the table week in, week out. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, yeah. the Titans have got a, a good one there. It is interesting. Like, so, for, you know, Fafita obviously scored that that barnstorming solo try where he absolutely yeah. blasted past Aaron Woods. Um <laughs> 
But how, how do you get him to keep doing that, but still doing all that other shit? Like, how do you how do you find the ticker that Tom Lolo had when he was you know running running three hundred fucking meters a game mm. for for an entire season, and never even thinking about the try line? Yeah. You know, but can we please talk for a second about what the fuck you do with the Titans that cannot win a fucking game? With a man advantage. I mean, this is the thing when when they when they went up with the man. I mean, let's talk about firstly why they went up with man advantage. Murderous fucking murder, murderous Frank trying to fucking go again with the James Ackerman special. Jesus got sent got sent off. Now, at that point, I think it was thirty to twenty, and the Titans scored immediately after, like yeah. immediately after that. So it was thirty to twenty six, about a minute after he'd been sent sent off. And they had a, an ample amount of time to to break that, that you well, know, break through and get that four points they the, required. The Dragons had enough time to score sixteen points, so the Titans yeah, well, certainly that, had enough time. Well, that, that's it. I mean, after the, immediately after that try, following the send off, the Dragons did nothing but just keep scoring tries. Yeah, and um, Jack Bird probably his best game in fucking a long. I don't know how since long. Cronulla. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I agree. But yeah, Titans. Absolute dumpster fire. It's uh, the margin wasn't as high as I want. I mean, after the, I mean, the Tigers have done themselves no favour with that fucking seventy burger. But um, you know, the Titans gave twenty points of differential back as well. I'm hoping we can uh, see a bit more this week so we can get these two teams close enough. For so it becomes a matter of the team. Yeah. So look, I mean, none of them are going to win their way out of the spoon. I want to see teams that you know, whoever loses the least, as a spoon, as a spoon avoiding team should. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we shall see. Uh, finally, finally, before we can get to the, the fucking predictor. Um, oh, no, you got to do your social. Sorry. Oh, look, Terry said, Patrick Herbert's new motto should be, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, does ref send murderous Frank because he knows he could take it up to a lethal level if needed? <laughs> Devonhead said, we just witnessed two of the dumbest sides to ever football mistackle their way through 80 minutes. Thank fuck there's only two weeks to go. There you go. Cody, he said, thanks to Tarek for that win. He helped us practice playing with only 12 on the field all year. And that <laughs> training worked a treat. <laughs> oh, there we go. Last game. The Raiders 28 defeated the Newcastle Knights 22 in Newcastle. The Raiders side scored tries through a double to Sebastian Chris. Uh, Rapiner, Young and White also with tries. Three conversions to Fogarty, a penalty goal. Uh, the Knights 22, a double. To Edric Lee, a double to Dominic Young. Jane Braley with their other try. Milford costing them the game one from five on yeah. the conversions. Raiders went behind 22 to eight, and a bit of desperation started to creep into their game, and they composed themselves and um, worked their way back into the contest and put a, a, a big second half together and um, saved their season, really. Um, pretty entertaining game, I thought. Um, Raiders, as I said, just just clawed their way back, and Newcastle, who looked fairly slick in parts in the in the first half, just started to stumble um, as the Raiders came back at them, and yeah, just fucking couldn't hold on. And I when think they Milford did, when was it was outstanding in the first half, and then fucking essentially went missing in the seconds. 
Yeah, and I mean it was and it was hard to talk about the goal kicking too because like the the four you missed were like absolute mm. sideline conversions. Yeah, that, that's you know, it. And and for a guy that's not a, not a, an established or first choice goal kicker by any stretch of the imagination, um, but man, like yeah, you're right. The, the, the Knights were absolutely carving them, mm. like just like clean line breaks on the edges and through yep. the middle. Um, Dominic Young looked like, was looking like an absolute superstar. Yeah. Yep. Out in the wing. Um, yeah, big Dick Edrick was doing his thing as well, but um, yeah. Once once the Raiders got once the, once they scored two tries back to back like really early in that second half, and then the writing was on the wall. And once they got it back to even, it wasn't like this new contest. It was just a matter of waiting to mm. see how Newcastle would fucking lose the game. Yeah. Um, Hudson Young again, absolute king of the nothing going on. I'll put in a grubber and get it myself. Play. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, how feasible is that? In, in a final situation against a defence that's also playing for its season. Well, in a final situation, it goes to their fucking big guns, at which point that kick goes directly into the fucking the 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 surround behind the, the dead ball. Yeah. Behind, <laughs> behind yeah. the dead ball line. So, unfortunately, Hudson Young is probably going to be shelved. And what's uh, the, what's the rule there? If it hits the fucking advertising and comes back into the field to play without touching the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine, imagine by any stretch. Imagine if they did actually allow that as a thing. Can you imagine the trick shots that people would be doing? Oh. They, you could, you could avoid the fullback every time. You're just kicking it over, and then your idea is to try and get the the, the great bounce off the advertising <laughs> into the field of play. Fuck! <laughs> I tell you what, like you say that, you know how fucking Volandis would do. It? Actually, no, I'm going to delete it out of the episode because Volandis will hear it and fucking do it because he loves he loves putting crackpot shit into the and game. It'll be fucking yeah, and that and would actually get seven points for it. That, do you know how fucking hard that would be? The trajectory. And you get that two conversions. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jason, he said, uh, hang on, is he Papali or Papali now? Did he go back or was that Kotrick? That was Kotrick. Kotrick okay. went back, yeah. Papali on a break, past the Tarpany, front rower to front rower. Knight should be embarrassed by that. Tell you what, no, they fucking shouldn't. The Raiders should be embarrassed by that. The fact that your season's on the line and it took a fucking prop to prop break. Mm. for you to fucking have some hope of making the finals, there's your fucking embarrassment. I, I want to say that's an indication of how, how far um, Tarpany's come this season. Um, as we said uh, l- last week, you know, he's, he's certainly turned things around after his missus uh, went and, and publicly shamed Ricky for, for not giving him the game time. And, um, you know, for him to show the initiative and, and to put himself in a position where he could support his fellow front rower yep. going through this, you know, sure it should have been a fullback, but the fact that he put himself there uh, and made that effort is um, an indication of, of how far he's come as a player. Yeah, spot on. Spot on. Isaac, he said the Knights and Knights are seeing harder than ever. Mm. Damien, knew he was doomed the minute they put on the Tigers' colours. Danny. Yeah, well, it was refreshing they were playing the old high-vis round and it wasn't against the Tigers this yeah. time. Yeah, true. Um, Danny said, better performance, but still disappointing. They had the lead at halftime and can't follow on. Fan killers here. Um, Danny 2.0 said, Raiders have kept the only sliver of happiness that might be salvaged from this season. Win all left and Broncos lose all. And they and out they tumble. We then get to watch the Kevy train wreck try and explain. Come on, footy gods. Oof. Uh, and Ben. Said Hudson Young is a fucking beast. Another grubber through the line to score. There we go. We're done. All right. 
Yeah, all right, here you go. Now's your chance. Time to bring out your new favourite segment of the year. Fuck yes. I'll tell you, I've been getting it's a lot... Best, segment, best new segment since Glennie doing inventory. <laughs> you say that, but the amount of fucking love from the fans out there on the predictor, that they sit there and they put all their fucking combinations in and what if this happens and what if that happens, oh... Yeah, I don't think they're fans of you going through the predictor. They were already fans of the predictor. No, <laughs> they didn't. They don't. We've introduced them to the predictor. <laughs> what a, in a in a season where Penrith through all but a foregone conclusion to win the comp, everyone's like, "Oh, the predictor! Yeah, fucking great!" Yeah, exactly. Fuck out of you. I know. So currently, currently we've got Panthers, the Cowboys, Sharks, Storm, round out the top four: Eels, Roosters, Rabbits, and Broncos. Now, the Broncos are a win clear of the Raiders behind them on 26 points. Then you drop back to the Dragons and Manly on 22 and 20 points. So let's just say everyone else is fucked. Yeah, it's only the Raiders. Only That's the, Raiders. the only team you can possibly look at. Yep. So this week, we've got the Broncos and the Eels. Eels. I think Eels now, based on what we've seen recently, yeah. And then the Panthers and the Warriors. Panthers. Storm and the Roosters. In Amy Park. I want to say Storm at home. Yep, Storm. For that for that reason only. Yep, so that moves the Storm into second at that point of the weekend. Yeah, and, and that is, and I mean, that is a tough game. That is a legitimately, either side could could win that game. That's it. I mean, it's it's, it's hard to know because they both, you know, beat up on substandard opposition. Plus. Incredible. Plus, I think this year, for the first time in a long time, Melbourne's floor and ceiling are very far apart. Mm. Yeah. Um. Raiders Manly in Canberra. Look, based on what the Raiders showed last week, you know, I think I think yeah, it's possible for Manly to win. I mean, Raiders are clearly they're the only team in the competition that has shit to play for. Raiders outside of the eight. If you're going to so judge, should, but if you're going to judge the Raiders on what they showed this weekend, you should probably also judge Manly on what they showed this weekend. Yeah, but I just, the thing is, I mean, yeah, Raiders. Manly were playing. Manly were playing a top four side. The Raiders are playing the fucking Newcastle Knights. Raiders, do, uh, Manly doesn't have Hudson Young. Raiders, fuck's sake. Their team's getting blown up at the end of the year. Look, Sharks versus Dogs. Sharks? Sharks. So that, that takes the Sharks back in the second. Rabbits right. and Cowboys. Where? In Sydney. We could see a bounce back from South, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Tigers and Dragons. Who cares? Tigers. I think it's going to be the Dragons. I hope it's the Tigers, but it's going to be the Dragons. Uh, and Fuck also, you. also, Titans. Fuck me. I said I wanted the Tigers to win, cunt. Titans and Knights. Titans going in heavy favourites. Well, this is the game that we said decides the spoon. That's it. puts the Titans two points ahead. I mean, the Knights on their first half, if they can replicate that, they'll so fucking let's, take let's the give that, Let's give that to the Knights. Give it to the Knights by 70. <laughs> Just to make it interesting. <laughs> by 48. No, that's as no, high give- as it goes. Yeah, let's let's give it to the Knights by twenty because that would be the absolute. Peak, if you give it to them by forty-eight, the Tigers are still last. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, it's it's closer. It's more achievable, isn't by, it? By how much? If it was by forty-eight, yeah. Like it, it, it does get it, like within striking distance of the Tigers. Uh, them, no, the Tigers for and against is negative two ninety-one. The Titans are negative two sixty-four. Yes, that's yes. Okay, that's with the forty-eight. Yeah. So okay, tig- so we can so last round comes down to last round. Big tigers, tigers get a close, you know, golden point loss. Titans get smashed. Hang on, okay. 
Yep. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want to be the only Kevin Garnett here. But I'm just what I'm saying. <laughs> Remember, in this new reality, want, it's changed to many things are possible. What I want is a live wooden spoon battle going into the last round. Yeah, we, that's what I want. Which we do get. So if uh, if the Tigers beat the Raiders, yeah, but no. And when the, when the Tigers need to beat the Raiders at the end of the season, yeah. Traditionally, the Raiders win by sixty. And if the Warriors beat the Titans. Yeah. Where's that being played? In New Zealand. Oh, fuck. I guess that, yeah. See, no, but this is the thing. You need you need the Tigers to win a game, and they haven't got to win it. Like, they have to win this week against the Dragons, but they don't win this week. I think it's done. No, we gave that to the Dragons. No, yeah, no, I'm, you guys saying, did. I that's, I'm saying that's the Tigers' chance, though, if they don't get this one. If they don't get the Dragons, that's their chance to go two points up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then we've got the Eels and the Storm. I'm, no, there's still I'm still playing East, aren't they? No, this is oh, you doing next week? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, Storm, Storm for me. Dogs and Manly, Manly dogs. doesn't matter. They're both in the middle of the pack. That's so. it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, then the rabbits and roosters. This is why we had the roosters missing because mm. yeah, yeah, home. yeah. And like I think we probably had the, the the rabbits winning last week when we did this. Yeah, we did. now now I'm you know kind of lean towards the roosters to be honest. But even so, the roosters have got two more. Uh, the Rabbits have got two less competition points than we thought they had at this stage, too. Yeah, they do. Because we had them beaten Penrith last yeah, week. Yeah, we did. So. We did. Okay, so let's say... Well, what, <laughs> what, what, going, what, what are the ramifications of that game either way? Nothing, really. Just position. So Is the Broncos dropping out the bottom? No, nah, Broncos don't move. Uh, rabbits will be in fifth if they win uh, and be in seventh if they lose. So, like, you're talking about everyone else in the top eight for and against of 100 plus except Parramatta. So what's the, so, so what's the Raiders doing though? Hang on, we got to get to the we got to get to them. The we got the Tigers the winning that round. game. So let's have the, the Raiders beat the Tigers. Yeah. The Raiders are in and the Broncos are out. Yeah, that's what but I thought would happen. Yeah, the Bron- but the Broncos have the Dragons. It's it Jubilee. See, the Broncos could fucking lose that game the way they're going lately. Ben Hunt could fuck them. Let, let's say they win. Let's say they win. The Sharks The sharks are back to second after beating the Knights. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the Broncos drop out. What what, what what criteria has to happen for them to drop out then? They have to lose to the Dragons. Who are they playing this week again? I forgot. Oh, so they got to lose this week, this weekend, next yeah, week. They got to lose, they're they're lose, lose to Parramatta. Right, right. Okay. Lose to Parramatta and to the to the Dragons. Oh, that's a big. That's that's actually for me. That's one of the, the the critical last round games now. Yeah. Really. Yep. Oh, it's great to have some some live battles going oh, at the end of the season. Amazing. But now the other thing is, if they if they win, mm. right? Them and uh, the Broncos and the Raiders are on the same. They're both on thirty points. So are the rabbits. So are the roosters. So it becomes a differential battle. So the roosters sixth, are clear on that. Sixth to ninth are on thirty points. Thing is, the roosters and the rabbits have got a huge differential. One hundred eighty-seven and one hundred and thirty. Yeah, and the Broncos are only twenty-one, and the Raiders aren't. They're negative twenty-five. So, but the Raiders the are playing like, the Titans. Yeah. So if the Broncos beat the Dragons by twelve, when is when is that game? When is the Canberra game that weekend? Last. They'll know exactly wow. what they need imagine to imagine if they had a number. Yeah, imagine they had a number and they could try and hunt it down. That would be amazing. So, that, yeah, they've they've got, if they if Brisbane win by 12, 
Yep. And the Raiders. Oh no, 18's not enough. Yeah, the the Raiders need to win by more than thirty. Imagine you come into the last round and they know thirty four points. They know that winning or losing isn't isn't a concern yeah. for them. They've got to win by a number, so they just come out fucking balls to the wall. And put a hundred on the fucking Tigers. Just 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 trying to say just trying to say fuck it. Yeah. And put on as many points as they can. And because knowing if they if they win by a little bit or lose, it doesn't matter, it's the same diff. Yep. So they just gotta go balls to the wall just trying to Fuck, what a get season. A win. What a fucking season. Oh. And then that also has ramifications for the spoon as well because the Tigers can't have that happen to them. No. Because they need to keep it tight. Oh. The Tigers are gonna win both their games and finish thirteenth by my ladder predictor. Yeah, cool. Okay, Glennie. Consider this a virtual pat on the head. <laughs> You're a good ladder predictor, Glennie. <laughs> You're a piece of shit, Nathan. Hey, look, I've been fucking wishing you were kind of a team to win games now. Just not doing it. I'll tell you what, though. This spoon thing, this cowboy's fucking... This shit's giving him the spoon. The robbery over there. <clears throat> You're right. A couple of weeks ago. Needs to be an investigation, Glennie. Oh, it's a fucking travesty. And on that note, that's full time for episode 489. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, let's go hit the footy tips and see how the standings are there. Uh, we've got a couple who've got the, the, the lead group is pulling away as we come to the end of the season. Mitch Rich on top. Uh, he is one point ahead of Barrett's Belmore, who is one point ahead of M. Jonesy, who is one point ahead of a pack with uh, Mitch Doyle 13. Uh, fat boy Dan Glenwang, <laughs> Alpha Ben RL. Andrew Kirkby, 84. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Dan Eel and two Fiddy. So the top three in a good position. Top two especially in a good position to push on and uh, take this one. <laughs> Why would and, you uh, name- Mitch Rich, he's been, he's been up there all year. So Why would you name yourself two Fiddy when the fucking number three Fiddy exists? Like, seriously. Fucking Loch Ness oh. Monster. Yeah, stop, maybe, trying, maybe, stop trying to hide out in our footy tips. Fucking lock. Maybe they're, not, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not a fan of the cryptids. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> knocking on people's door demanding money. <laughs> Who knows? Um, of course, if you'd like to support the show, I'll tell you what we we are getting some sadistic motherfuckers joining, presumably to hear to hear Glennie die on air during Tigers <laughs> games when they're getting fucking smashed. Uh, so welcome to welcome to the new patrons who came on board. Uh, I don't have my email open at the moment, so I can't you know, get you by name, but uh, welcome and thank you for subscribing. I hope you I hope you got what you needed <laughs> out, of, out of that latest episode. Um, how do the games line up this weekend, fellas? What's going on for... Are we going to do any of this, uh, this weekend? I guess we'll talk about it on Wednesday, won't we? Yes. We'll figure it out. Um, so that's it. If you guys haven't got anything else you want to wrap it, you want to close with, that is it for 489. And uh, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Ladder. See ya. Get out there and predict your ladders. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.